0: Welcome to another episode of The Real Talk on Women's Health Podcast with Essentia Health. I'm very excited. We have a special bonus episode with special guest Megan Sislow, the nurse manager of The Birthplace at the Essentia Health St. Mary's Medical Center building. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. What an honor. So tell me a little bit about your job, I guess, just your day-to-day so we can get to know you a little more.
1: Yeah, so my job on the unit um, as a nurse manager really varies day-to-day. So there's not really a straightforward answer. Um, My ultimate responsibility is for making sure that my unit is staffed and my patients are safe and the unit's running smoothly. The nurses have the things that they need to do their job at the end of the day. Uh, So that looks different really every day. Uh, Our census can be really high and we can have full beds or our census can be really low. So each of those is gonna be a different experience for what's happening on the unit and who needs what and where I need to be. In addition to that, there's the usual things like meetings and scheduling and uh, our own in-services and things like that that
0: we would focus on. So So needless to say, every day for you is busy. I guess it just depends on uh, what kind of busy you are.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's definitely not a job that's monotonous at all. Um, The job varies, again, day-to-day, hour-by-hour, and even minute-by-minute. There's times where I need to drop exactly what I'm doing and and run out and tend to a patient need or tend to a staff need at any moment. And uh, that's one of the things that I think is, is the best is really being the most flexible in my job and serving, again, our patients and and our staff as best as I can. So
0: let's talk about the new St. Mary's Medical Center. I was there just the other day. How has the transition been from the old hospital to the new St. Mary's Medical Center, which is absolutely incredible?
1: It's been an incredible experience. The transition itself went very, very smooth. Uh, There was so many people that volunteered for that transition opportunity. There were so many people that um, were there in support of it and we couldn't have done it without all of those team members. So it, it was not any one person um reasoning on why it went so well as it did. There's, you know, ex- expected things. There's things that are gonna happen that have happened that we planned for. And we we already had a backup plan in place for how to deal with that situation um, or that scenario. And then there's the things that have happened that you can't plan for, you can't think of it all. And the transition overall has, has been a huge success. The patients are loving it, the, the staff are loving it. I'm loving it. Um, the community is loving it. People can't wait to get in there and see. The- this space and be in this space. And it's just been a wonderful opportunity for our community.
0: Yeah, I was on the rooftop pavilion and I didn't want to leave because it really has the best view in Duluth. It does. I always joke that the community is going to be trying to get in here to watch the 4th of July fireworks. That's okay. You don't even (laughs) want to put that out there because uh, that would be a good place to watch fireworks. So what was your reaction the first time you saw the new St. Mary's Medical Center?
1: I was involved in the project from the beginning, really. So when we looked at it from a blueprint perspective. So for me, seeing it for the first time in person was a really incredible experience that almost brought me to tears because when you've been invested in a project and you've been working on a project for so long and you see it on paper, it's hard to imagine what it's going to look like and what it's going to feel like once you're at that completion phase. And to have those little milestones along the way, you know, seeing it for the first time shelled out, seeing those beams go up for the first time, seeing the drywall go up, seeing the paint colors come up, and then to actually have it where we're, we're stocking it, we're getting ready for for our first patients to enter the building and our community to start taking over and having other people in the space that we care for deeply. And then to have that first day happen was the most unimaginable feeling I think I've ever had. And I think a
0: lot of other people experience that that have been on this project for so long. Well, that leads me to my next question. What was it like to see other people's reactions? Because we talked about The View, but it is super modern, state-of-the-art technology. I mean, even the bathrooms have state-of-the-art technology. So, what was it like seeing? other people's reactions to something you had a hand in as well.
1: Their reactions have been very positive. People love the building. They love the space. Navigating it can be challenging, but we have a lot of tools available. We have a lot of tips and fact sheets and directions and QR codes that are scannable uh, to get people to where they need to be. There's an awful lot of signage to help uh, transition our patients and our families and, and our staff along the way so that they're taking the best route because the building is so large. And it's It's just been a wonderful experience. The patients and the families that we've been able to talk to or we've overheard talking to can't get over how beautiful it is. From the, the size of the windows, our floor to ceiling windows, the size of the patient rooms, the privacy in the patient rooms and how that feels to them and how healing that is to them has been a wonderful experience to hear about.
0: So let's transition to talk about the new birthplace area. I, I guess I don't know the um, the right term for it, but since you're the nurse manager there, um, tell us about some of the birthplace features that the new hospital provides, because I feel like I've heard more about that department than any other, just like how incredible it is. The birthplace, we have 25
1: patient rooms. Um, our room spread out is 13 labor and delivery rooms. We have six rooms that we would utilize that are set up just slightly different. And we would use those for our antepartum patients. So those patients are our high risk patients. Patients can be with us because either they themselves have a medical need or maybe their baby has a medical need and their baby needs to be close to the NICU for a known uh, delivery and admission to the NICU. And so those six beds would occupy that uh, patient population. And then they would also duplicate as our post-op cesarean section rooms as well. So um, if, a, if a mother came in and was having a scheduled cesarean section, then that would be that same bed type that she would occupy after the fact. We also have three triage rooms and we also have three midwifery rooms. And each of these rooms come with a variety of different functionality to serve that patient population. Um, From a comfort perspective, we have in all of our rooms a lot of different things that we can utilize. So we have our our low intervention items and there's a variety of different uh, things that we can use for distraction purposes. We have our essential Oils. We do have Whirlpool tubs in all of our labor and delivery rooms, and we have the option to have nitrous oxide in all of our labor and delivery rooms. So that's a really nice feature that we offer um, to get the patients to be the most comfortable and um, really honoring their birth preferences at the end of the day. Our triage space is very unique. Um, it is the first thing that a mother um, or a family will see when they come into the into the birthplace. And our triage space was a place where they can um, be put, placed. On that fetal monitor, we can listen to the baby's heart tones. We can take the mother's vital signs. We can run lab work and um, provide an ultrasound to them. The provider will see them for the first time and kind of figure out exactly what's going on um, and if they need to be admitted or if they can go home. Uh, so that that's a really fun space for us, and that's a really unique space that we didn't necessarily have a dedicated space for before. Uh, so that's something that um, that we're really proud of to be able to honor um, that space, and it really is a space. Uh, for efficiency at the end of the day, our our patients are coming in and they're getting seen sooner and they're getting uh, dispositioned
0: sooner. And that's been a wonderful
1: experience for everybody. So
0: I'm on EssentiaHealth.org right now and you guys have kind of a breakdown in some photos. Something that like struck me is all the attention to detail. Like you can, um, the staff can drop off and pick up linens because there's dual access cabinets. So what other like little things like that did you guys incorporate in those rooms that, you know, you might not see with the naked eye, but that kind of help that efficiency? factor. Absolutely.
1: The linen pass-throughs is one of the greatest things that uh, was ever invented, and we have those in all of our patient rooms in the entire hospital. The birthplace, we use that as a way to stock our rooms from the outside, as as many other units do. And so the patient disruption is really uh, eliminated quite significantly from having to go into the room to stock our linens and to stock our supplies and empty our dirty linens and the things that the nurses would use. We're able to just open the pass-through from the hallway, stock everything in there, or eliminate things from in there and then the nurse from the inside of the room is able to to grab those supplies and and tend to to their patient. Uh, The birthplace also has a personal closet in each of the patient rooms that our families and our patients can utilize to hang up their coats and place their bags and items like that. uh, That is a dedicated space that they can occupy. There's also a very uh, small mini fridge in each of the rooms where they can um, have their snacks and their beverages of choice, whether they're bringing juice or pop. Um, They can put place uh, leftover food in there. A lot of our patients like to order in their most favorite meal that they haven't been able to eat during their pregnancy. And they can now indulge in that and put those leftovers in the room. For our our sleeping spaces, for our support partners, we have our recliners, which was a traditional um, have that that we've always had on on our unit. And then we have the addition of a couch in each of our patient rooms. That couch does fold down into a bed, so a flat sleeping space for our support partners. And it also incorporates an electrical outlet plug. So they're free to plug in their computers or their devices, whether it's an iPad or a cell phone. And it also has an attached tray table so they can easily put um, their meal tray on there. They can put their laptop on there, um, read a book on there, a magazine. And so that is
0: something that our families really love. Also, I see here that you guys have Lake Superior themed rooms, I guess, and decorations and artwork inspired by Lake Superior. Why was that important to you guys? I think for the first piece is, you know, we are overlooking Lake Superior. This is our home. Um,
1: this is where our, our community lives. This is something that we're very familiar with. All of our rooms also overlook Lake Superior. So it was something that we wanted to incorporate that serene, calm environment into the unit. And so when we think about a patient that's having contractions and laboring, a lot of times we like to say it's like riding a wave. As that contraction builds, we're kind of riding to the top of the wave. And as that contraction settles, we're coming down to that calm piece. And so it just, it really fits in quite nicely with our theme, our environment, our community, and what our patients are going through and all of those uh, photos that you see um, along the unit, whether it's embedded into the the wall artwork or it's on the head wall
0: of the patient room is all from the local area. That's really cool. So we kind of touched a little bit on the midwifery suites, but let's talk a little bit more about them because I've never heard of anything like this. What is the midwifery suite like and, and why is that important for your patients?
1: The midwifery suite is a new area for us and something we we are very, very proud of. It's a concept that doesn't really exist in many other places. The midwife area has has a, a small unit within our unit, essentially. So it's on the birthplace, but it has its own small little family room that our, our families and our patients can utilize. It has an, its own nursing station and, um, and own, its own clean supply area and dirty utility room and medication room, and then three very large, beautiful um, birthing suites in it. And uh, this, this space was really built to meet a community need and something that our, our community has been asking for for so very long this is offering a low intervention births very natural birth experiences at the end of the day so these patients are patients that are coming in that um, are really wanting that that true natural birthing experience they don't want to have medications um uh, their their birth plans are um, a much more of an alternative birthing experience overall and so we we really tried to make these rooms be more of a home-like experience to honor a lot of what our patients are asking for and in need of. And so these these birthing suites have queen-size Murphy beds that drop down from the wall, as an example. So it is not a, a normal medical labor bed if, that you would have in our regular labor and delivery birthing area. And it, it's not um, anything that is, it's just a different way of of thinking of of how we're birthing our babies at the end of the day. It has all of the things in the rooms that you would need in case an emergent need were to come up. So when we talk about the safety of these patient rooms, they're set up from a medical gas perspective in the exact same way that all of the other rooms are set up for. The medical gases, ironically, are just covered by artwork that is movable, and so we really don't see any of the the medical things in the room unless we are in need of utilizing them, and that just kind of keeps again that um, that down to a a more of a home-like birthing experience. There's a lot of different birthing equipment that we're using in that space as well. That's a more of an alternative way to labor. Um, and a lot that equipment did come from, from overseas. And so there's some, just some different options to encourage the mother, um, to get up and move around and be laboring in her position of choice to have the best birthing experience that, that she's wanting.
0: It sounds like you guys really really wanted like comfort to be a big factor in this area. Is, is it safe to say that? Absolutely. Uh, our patients
1: are coming with uh, a variety of, of different requests and so to have the tools needed and um, and available to give them the experience at the end of
0: the day that, that they are in need of and that they want and they're asking for is absolutely ideal. So aside from comfort, what are maybe some other super important things that a woman considers when they're choosing where they should go to deliver their baby. That really
1: starts with the connection that they have with sometimes their provider. Um, it's, it can be from a personal recommendation from another family member or a friend. And once they've built that connection with their provider, um, they're seeking out that that hospital of choice, that provider of choice. They're seeking out people that uh, can provide the experience that, they're, that they would like. Along with the connection that they're making with their provider and finding the hospital, what goes into finding the hospital is who can provide the experience that they are wanting, and so to have a variety of different ways that we can honor different requests from our community members and meeting all of those needs. Um, whether it's a patient who wants uh, it, an, and no wants to have an epidural and is wanting that experience versus a patient that is wanting that that alternative birthing experience to a patient that we know needs a NICU stay to all of that, it, it all goes into play for why they're going to choose choose that hospital at the end of the day.
0: So kind of to start wrapping things up here, what is your favorite part about working at this new birthplace so far? I mean, I know it's still kind of new, but but what, what are some of your favorite things about the new birthplace personally? Some of my most
1: favorite things about the unit um, are the people that occupy it, number one. Um, and I say that because I've worked with these team members for so long, but if we had different team members, it just, it wouldn't have the same feel. So to to have have the positivity surrounding our team has been wonderful. To see how happy our patients are, to see how happy our families are, and to hear of all the, the ways that, you know, they, when we're visiting with them, they say how grateful they are for, for the care that they've had from the person who is, you know, delivering their meal tray to the person who's cleaning their room to the nurses that are at the bedside to the CNAs who are helping and, and stalking and you know the people that are greeting them at, at, the, at the door. And so it, all of that goes into that whole patient experience. And um, to hear such positivity from our patients has is, is been wonderful. Uh, the space alone is wonderful. To have these private rooms, to have um, a, a larger number of, of different items of equipment and a variety of different equipment that we've never had before and, and the state-of-the-art technology and um, all of that is something that um, I really can't contend with when it comes to how great the space is. Another one of my favorite things about working in this space is hearing the stories from the patients and their families about how wonderful their birthing experience was, how we were able to provide such excellent care, and how we were able to meet their needs when it came to the requests that they have. And, and not every birthing experience goes exactly how a patient or a family wants it to to go or how they wished it would go. But at the end of the day for them to say, but it's okay because we have had such great care and we trust our team
0: members and we trust you is something that is very important to me. So you might've just answered my last question for you as nurse manager of the birthplace. You know, you get to talk to these women and see these women after they've just given birth. What is the best part of that experience? I think I did
1: answer that with the last yeah. one for sure. <laughs> um, And it really, it really is that it's, it's hearing their stories. It's hearing the good and the bad. Um, and if it's bad, I'm here to help make that experience better for the next person and and turn that around. Um, sometimes there, there are things exactly like I mentioned before, you know, that they didn't get that birthing experience that they actually wanted. Something happened um, that they were not expecting and didn't plan for. And that's OK. But to hear them say at the end of the day how, how wonderful their care was, how great their providers were, how great the nursing staff were was to them, how they feel like they're getting their questions answered, how they feel like they're being truly supported and cared for at the end of the day is one of my favorite things.
0: Yeah, and that's a big deal, especially because giving birth, I mean, what is more life-changing than that? For them to tell you, I feel supported and have a good experience, um, that has to just like mean the world to everybody that works there. It does. It's something that we strive for. We, we want to make sure that
1: our patients, when they're going home, um, know how to care for themselves. They know how to care for their baby. They know um, who to call if they have questions. They know who to turn to if they feel like they need a A a, a helping hand. And um, even if they they call us on the unit, we're going to make sure that we get them that right information uh, so that they can get the care that they need and deserve at the end of the day. And so encouraging them and and making sure they have the the supportive documents um, and the education and we've talked through many scenarios um, and and making them feel like confident that they can do this. I think that's a really important piece um, is elevating their confidence as new parents or even Even as just being parents again and encouraging them and saying, you know, you got this, like you've done this before, or I know this is scary and this is, you know, terrifying to bring home a newborn baby that now you don't know what to do with when we're not here. But here's the tools um, to to do the best you can at the end of the day. And that's why we do what we do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that just about covers everything. Megan Sislow, the nurse manager of the birthplace at Essentia Health St. Mary's Medical Center. Thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you for having me.